Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. All right, passengers, welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. Today on season four, episode 30. Oh my gosh, we're approaching the end of season four. We are. We are talking about the A24 film Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Now, folks, it seems that we may have planned an A24 block of movies. We didn't. It, it was happened. your intention, but this has worked out organically. We didn't my, like, yeah. make this uh, happen. My intention was always to do like 15-minute reviews of, of A24 films and kind of do like a series of them. And I'm not going to lie. The last few A24 films we've seen have been like a roller coaster. And I'm just like, okay, maybe oh, I just it's need to. Total roller coaster. Although we're on a downswing right spread now. Spread them out. I say that, but Pearl was fantastic. Pearl was fantastic. Like, and that was the last day. But you got film, like but... two down points on the side of a good point. It's, it's, like, it, yeah, it's kind of hard. It's a back. weird feeling about how we, it was not, you know what though? The fact is, it's not A24's fault. It's not like A24 is like, you're commissioned to do this, you're commissioned. They just yeah. bought a bunch of films and, and put them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you roll the dice, right? It's kind of a roll of the dice of, of whether, you know, these are going to be amazing and they're going to do well. And you know what? Marcel did well. Pearl's doing amazing. Bodies, bodies, bodies did pretty all right in the theater. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like they didn't make any money. But um, anyway, bodies, bodies, bodies. Bodies, uh, bodies, bodies. We have this film that's done by uh, director Helena Rain. Um, and... It, it's it's they always had i guess when you're looking at the page and she helped write the script with um i guess let's give credit where credit's due sarah delape and uh kristen rupin rupinian uh who did the story i guess um they were these... <laughs> i'm like did they deserve credit well i'm just saying like we never really <laughs> talk about the writers a lot and that's uh, true which is it's an interesting point to start now but okay uh well yes and so this movie's trailer was very interesting i think when we saw it we were both like oh, okay this is going to be like a really fun like horror film mixed with like a uh, making yeah. fun of the new generation mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. not the millennials what are they calling them zoomers now uh, is it zoomers is that what the new i don't know they're I think so. I've heard that They're term. They're kind of in know. the mixture of millennial and Zoomer uh, category, which I felt funny. They're probably all, I can't, I couldn't tell if they were all in their 20s or 30s. I'm guessing they're mid 20s or maybe early 20s uh, is my yeah. guess. Yeah, um, I think that they're all college aged for sure. 
So uh, or like late high school, like they're not maybe. late high school because they all went to college. Like B went to right. college, and they okay, all cool. did their. That's not true, all of them yeah. went to college, but all of them did the years, yeah. right? And then <laughs> so it's a bunch of friends that were always friends, and they come together uh, at this uh, mansion that's owned by Pete Davidson's character, uh, the rich kid's house, David. Yeah, and, he, and I guess they're all pretty rich. Like all of them have, have money. Um, which they kind of talk about later in the movie, but uh, and it, but it seems like the the whole dress code of this movie is dress as poor as you can, but by but you have to spend the most money to do it. Yeah, you know, and, like, <laughs> like everybody is like just it's like oh that actually looks like it'd be expensive on the rack, but all this together like everybody just looks dressed down like as like hardcore. And, it, and it's all pretty. They're all the whole group is very incestual. Like they've dated each other or hooked yes. up um it's the worst friend group like and i've had friend groups like that like back in like high school times or even college times where they're all like everyone dates everyone i'm just like ugh, (sighs) i I hate that um (laughs) i hate that though right like i don't like that don't date other i don't want you to date my ex-girlfriend and i don't want to that's why we're still friends yeah that's why Uh, we're still friends because we never well uh, also we have streams there we also have very different (laughs) tastes in women like really honestly we, we we look at women we're like oh they're beautiful but when it comes to the girls we date or the women we date or marry or whatever we yeah. have very different tastes yes um but and that i guess that worked out in our favor uh <laughs> sure did but okay so they, it's a very ancestral group uh they all at one point were best friends uh apparently the main character what was her name sophia sophie uh, sophie yeah. The main character uh, I'm Sophie. just gonna preface this with that that I was I was in a bad mood already, <laughs> but what before going into this review uh, and uh, yeah, so please just be prepared. <laughs> this may be one of our closer to rated R um, reviews in terms of language. Um, <laughs> so you got Sophie who apparently was a drug addict or like really bad, like worse than because all the characters are druggies. Yes. Um, she was a drug addict and she got dragged to rehab because she almost died like three or four times and the friends finally were like no you're going to rehab so they yeah. told their parents and her parents cut her off and sent her to rehab then and she disappeared and then when she disappeared she started dating b yes but only knew b for like six weeks and brought her to meet the friend group that she hadn't talked to in forever not the dumbest decision uh you know romantically that's made in this movie no no <laughs> uh so then we got b b is from they never tell us uh she's got a french accent or a russian accent or no one freaking knows and they never tell us Uh uh-huh uh it's never honestly and we know that she has a weird relationship with her mom uh well her mom was having a rough time i don't know with what like if she was dying but that's all we know they have a very went back to europe and that's why she wasn't in college anymore and but they have a really weird relationship and apparently, and this is, I only know this because I read it somewhere that the director yeah. said it, that the reason that B can't tell Sophie that she loves her is because of the way that the relationship of the mom was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, great. Great to leave that out of the movie. Uh, <laughs> it might have been something cut, but apparently that's something the director said. Uh, then you got... They're just Al- like, cut everything that matters. We're just going <laughs> to annoy people for and forgive me if i don't remember who was dating who, <laughs> I don't for many minutes freaking if i ever know this in this movie yeah uh alice is dating greg 
they've only known each other for two weeks. Yes. And Alice he's like Greg. 40. Greg's like 40. <laughs> Played brilliantly by Lee Pace, by the way. Like the yeah, best parts I, of the movie are I, Lee Pace's. I ridiculous. would say he's the best actor in this entire movie. Uh I I I Pete Davidson and Lee Pace in this movie are fantastic. Oh um, definitely I, Lee Pace. Uh I like Pete Davidson. Uh, and and I think I like that, him, but I didn't like this. Well, he was funny. I don't know. He was funny to me. He made uh, me laugh the most in the movie. Um, you got yes, yeah, so you got Greg, so Greg <laughs> dating Alice, uh, Emma, who's an actress. It's important dating David, who's Pete Davidson, and then you've got Jordan, who did date Sophie. And probably somewhere in between Sophie and B dating had sex with Jordan and so Sophie and Jordan had sex. God, it's so incestuous. It's so hard yeah. to keep together. But there was all this stuff happening. That's, that's the thing is it's you have no respect for like any of the relationships oh, here. So you every, don't care what happens to them. Every single person in this movie sucks. Every like, single. So yeah, like in relationships, they suck and individually they suck. B, and you're just like, you're kind of hoping that they all get knocked off whenever the axe is swinging. the only one that's like semi okay, but she's yeah. screwed up and you know. And so every single it's and then I texted Mark in the middle of this movie and I was like, I texted you. Sucks. <laughs> yes. I was like, everybody, and I it was in the middle of the movie. I was like, everybody sucks. Like uh. the only good people are B, and I guess possibly Greg, except for the fact that Greg is dating half his age, but I can't fault anybody on that. Yeah. Um, so, and then you think Greg's like a like an art a military person because he's like all built and stuff, and he carries he's a knife a with him. Turns out he's a freaking veterinarian. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, like, that... No, I said vet, like a veterinarian. See, that was yeah. Greg um, was literally the best part of this movie. Um, and so the whole time, basically, they play a game that's bodies, 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 and it's basically werewolf or mafia if you've ever played one of those you got one person who's the killer and then everyone else is not and you got to figure out through deduction it's a deduction game well it turns into a real life bodies 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 uh we find david dead with his with his uh neck slit by a sword well we don't know that all we know is he walks up to the window like runs into it a few times to get their attention and he's bleeding from his neck, which has been sliced. For and then, sure. so no. And, he, and so Jordan, they all run out and try Jordan to re- finds help him. And or B finds that. a sword. B yeah, Jordan. Someone finds the sword. Yeah. Um, and they're like, "Oh, he's got his neck slit by the sword. He's got blood on it. Whatever." Um, by the way, they pick up the murder oh, weapon. Oh, they're they're picking up everything. Every they're time they pick something up, I'm like, "Idiots! What are you Stop doing? touching things! Why are you touching all of this stuff?" <laughs> um. Oh. And by the way, there's Max, and Max we don't ever see until the end of the movie. Max is apparently yeah. one of their friends who told Emma earlier that he was in love with her. Yes. And that made David pissed off because David and Emma were dating, but maybe in love, but you didn't know because Emma doesn't really know who she is. Yeah, um, at all. Oh, God, which leads to one of the best parts of the movie is when they're arguing about, uh, she's like, and I was in rehab and I'm black and everyone blah 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 and, and Emma Emma's like I'm an ally. Yeah, oh <laughs> I know. Like, you were just you were just, oh my god. Um 
there's it's, some really yeah. good commentary i'll give this movie this there's some good commentary on <laughs> the whole gaslighting and 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 uh the gener this generation and how they say all the words they say and it's and, just played out man like but i i just uh like it was if i could say anything about this movie or the writing of this script it's that it's literally like they just took every single hashtag and just laid it out in, in a stream. Right. But I and feel it's it's just ugh, it's I exhausting. think that a lot of it is it's, trying, the dialogue is exhausting. Yeah, the dialogue does get exhausting in a it's uh, immediately exhausting. Like I was done in the first 10 minutes and I'm like, I gotta watch this. Like I had to talk about this tomorrow. Oh my god, I hope this gets better. Oh, my favorite part was the beginning of the movie where they drive up and B goes to check herself in the mirror. And she leaves the leaves light on. It and I'm just like, I'm just like flipping out. I'm like, are well, you serious? And then I sat there looking and I was like, this is like the most obvious way yeah. to tell us that the car is going to die. Yeah. Like there was no subtlety to it. You know, some movies, they like it happens and they just pan out and you don't, you kind of yeah. think about it, but you don't really. This is like, let's zoom in on this. Like, yeah, come it was on. supposed to be like an avant garde, like knockoff. Uh, and it's just, just terrible. And they even, uh, forgot what it was but it's like oh this window or like something yeah. like, oh god yeah this window so what is like gonna lead oh to? i feel like uh you know like chris farley just walked up and gave us all of that useful information yeah. that's gonna be you know exposition without exposition yeah and um, it's just like thrown it in your face so you got david dying with his neck slit then the next thing we have is everyone's freaking out about who's like how did he die who's the killer blah 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 and then they go and they blame Greg. So they find Greg and he's like passed out with a, with a mask on in the gym. Yeah. Uh, you think that his face is going to be all sliced up and nope, all this stuff. That's but... the second time you think he's dead. Yeah. Because uh, he pretends to be dead earlier in the film. Uh-huh. Um, but they go and they find him and then start blaming him. And then he thinks it's a joke because they had already been messing with him because he's the older guy of the group. And so he thinks they're all messing with him. And then all of a sudden he realizes they're not messing with me. And then B kills him because she thinks that he's, he's attacking. Attack. Yeah, yeah, that he's attacking. It's just she kills him and now he's dead. But now B's clearly the killer of this guy. And then they all think B might be the killer. And then they think this is the killer. And then what? Uh, yeah. Then Emma, no. Jordan, Alice, someone finds emma dead at the bottom of the stairs after getting cocaine from sophie yeah so sophie's blaming herself for the death of this by the way apparently you're gonna like this because you watched the documentary i did not but apparently the director said that uh that whole scene with emma falling down the stairs dead that thing was yeah. a uh was they copied it from the, the staircase <laughs> uh, she goes the death was inspired by the staircase documentary which i was obsessed with it was a tribute but we don't it. see the fall God, so, that makes it to eat this movie even more frustrating then you have jordan who gets uh who shoots alice with the gun that was one of my favorite parts. You shot me. No, I didn't. No, I yeah. didn't. Like, yeah, right. We just saw you. Like, and then they—that's yeah. where you get the best dialogue, by the way, of this movie. Was that? Um, Which is saying something, I guess. I yeah, guess. or not, not saying a lot. A lot not a lot, yeah. And then, then she gets shot when they're all struggling for the damn gun. 
Yes. Uh, and then you, n- no one knows who shot who. Uh, but it's so frustrating. Like everything you shouldn't do with a gun, that's what they do. You know, mm-hmm. and like everyone is just so obvious. And then the le- you get the three left, Sophie, Jordan, and B. And then Jordan's like, B, you can't trust Sophie. Sophie and I had sex in between your relationship. Text, check her texts. Uh, and then there's a big fight and uh, B flips Jordan over a staircase and she dies. Uh, and then what am I missing? Oh, here's my favorite part of the movie. Like dead serious. Because I'm Davidson uh, dies. Because I'm, <laughs> because I'm so upset with this part. Because we spent this whole damn movie trying to figure out who the killer is. I had theories and I kept texting them to Mark. Yeah. I and had, I'm laughing because I'm already done with the movie and I'm just like, oh, that's a good theory. Theory upon theory and I'm that just I thought, like laughing. I would have actually so off really liked this some movie of these so terrible. True. Yeah. So there are a lot of things I'd like to see. So they're, they're fighting for the phone. Because now she wants, B wants to see if she did cheat on her. Obviously yes. she did because. Because she threw the phone. She threw the phone. Well, she, <laughs> she, knows that she gets attempted phone. to throw it into water. You yeah. know, not like throwing it into the bushes. She threw it like she was going to destroy the evidence. Even it's an iPhone, man. It's going in yeah, the water and like, they're going to be able to get yeah, it out. There's not just like maybe like, oh, like, hey, I'd like to see you. Oh, cool. No, like everything that girl said is absolutely true. Yeah. She goes and finds the phone. By the way, we're supposed Jordan. to understand, by the way, I want to I bring this up. We're supposed <laughs> to understand that Sophie uh, obviously is very much in love with B, but she falls in love very fast. And so yes. she can be in love with someone one hour and in love with another next, which yeah. you're supposed to understand because of her mom. Anyway, whatever. I don't care anymore. Um, this is trauma. But the ending. No, it's I just don't care because I didn't care about them. I don't care about any uh, of them exactly. And so B Which is finds, why the ending is somewhat satisfying. Th- yeah. B finds the phone. This is again yeah, my favorite part of the movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. B finds the phone and realizes that's not Sophie's phone. So realizes, she told she ratted herself out yeah. and it's not even her phone. Yeah. Um, and so she goes and she opens up Pete Davidson's eyes and uses it to unlock his phone, David's phone. They open it up and find a video. Earlier in the movie, Lee Pace, his character Greg, comes out with a bottle of champagne and effortlessly, a cool dude, by the way, saber. effortlessly takes the saber and cuts open the bottle. Yeah. Uh, and so David's jealous. So later in the film, or later, now we're seeing what David is trying to do. He puts down for a TikTok, he puts down his phone, he gets a bottle of champagne and starts trying to cut open the champagne, cuts towards himself. And slits his own neck. There was no killer. There's no killer. And he's just an idiot. And everyone else is an idiot. For flipping out. And essentially killing one another. And which is what I thought was happening. Or what I would have liked to have seen play out. In a smarter fashion. Like that everyone has their own kill. And uh, like we get to see it in the end. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, like it just did not, it did not go anywhere serious. It was, uh, or, and honestly, I didn't think the humor worked except for like Pete Davidson accidentally killing himself. And, uh, well, it was okay. Someone on Reddit, come on, someone on Reddit or Facebook or one of those A24 groups that I'm in was like, oh, I can't believe the poster gives away the killer. And so (laughs) I'm looking at the poster and I thought when I first 
thought I thought I got a spoiler because B or not B, Sophie is looking at B. But really, Pete Davidson holding the sword on his own head in the poster. Wow. Anyway, uh, my other complaints about this movie is it's shot too dark. Uh, well, that I kind of get because it's on a stormy night. But what I hate about this movie is the score. Oh, the the, well, let's not say score. Let's say the soundtrack. Terrible. Yeah. Oh my god, songs that I never needed to know were a real song. Yeah, Daddy, and in, Daddy it, as fuck. What? Uh, yeah, it's it's the worst. I'm like, is that where music is right now? Is that, that is that what's happening? Like, <laughs> I could, uh, I weep for the future, man. You know what? It's an hour and a half movie, and 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 someone and course, I'll never get it back. Uh, let me even <laughs> let me. I'll give you all because we didn't talk about this, but when a group of rich twenty somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very very wrong. Well, they are fake friends. They're all yeah, awful. All they talk friends. about each other behind their own backs. Um, also another another. They all thing. want each other, you know. <laughs> oh, Connor O'Malley, Max, the actor is Connor O'Malley. Max coming in at the end and being like what happened yeah apparently uh Uh, you saved yourself an hour and a half buddy the director (laughs) the director uh said that she would have liked to see if she could have gone a little bit longer where it goes afterwards and i'm like no i was Uh, done i was done she could have done that in the beginning and saved us and like given us a reason to care about everyone and then i think this movie could have worked but everyone's so terrible that, you know, they're trying to be funny with how terrible everyone is. Uh, but no, nah, man, like it made me not care uh, when anybody died. Like, and I just was begging for this movie to be over. And I, honestly, this movie felt like two hours to me. Like it was ridiculous. I uh, didn't care for this movie. I didn't hate it, even though it might sound like I did. Wait, wait did you say it was 90 minutes, right? It was an hour and 34 yeah. minutes, but the, okay. the last five minutes of the movie are freaking credits and then a, like a stupid long outtake that wasn't even that great to watch. Yeah, the, the outtakes were also terrible. Um, oh, God. Hour and 34 minutes, yeah. Um, you know, I don't, again, I don't hate this movie. I don't like this movie. It's very mid for me. Uh, it was... I kind of like some of the direction in it and I kind of like some parts of it. I didn't feel like it was long. Like you said, I felt opposite. I thought it was pretty fast. Um, well, I had no reason to care. So I was just like, if I don't you care also about anybody, it's just right. Watch movies late at night where I was watching it during the day. Uh, look at this. this yeah, I gotta, have, I gotta have darkness for a movie, man. Like uh, darkness. <laughs> IMDb review. I liked it. Yes, it's a bit talkative, but that really didn't bother me since the dialogues are pleasantly sharp and added wonderfully to the toxic yeah. and ominous That's atmosphere of terrible. mutual suspicion. Maybe, maybe this wasn't made for you and I, though. No, definitely older. not. We're and I our, blame Dawson's Creek and Gilmore Girls. I can't you know, blame the like for this I still dialogue, love Dawson's Creek. This unrealistic dialogue. Oh, God. Like, oh, I don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, it holds a special place in my heart, but nobody talks like that. You know, like, well, I'm sorry, more Gilmore Girls. Uh, you know, Dawson's Creek was like the beginning of that, though, where everything had to be super quippy, I guess, you know, 
uh, at least as far as when I started paying attention. But oh god, uh, yeah, just, it wasn't great. The dialogue was not great. But you're missing another review that I read, which is worst A24 film. I think it was of the year. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, like I, 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 le- I legit could say that this movie is tied with men. Uh, no. And if it's any better, it's by like a decimal. It's I'd not watch this. A whole point. I'd watch this like five more times before I watch Men Again, and I'm never gonna watch this again. I'm. I would. I yeah. But it's, before I watch review, Men Again, I would watch this a thousand times. And but I'm not gonna do that. This review so. says <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies is boring, 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 and gives it a yes. one out of ten. Yes. Worst day twenty four film. Uh, boring, boring, boring. Mixed feelings underwhelming average yep. thriller uh thinks it's more clever than it really is yes Z- cast has zero chemistry yes uh, i did not feel like sophie and b had chemistry at all at all they just met in the mall were like you're hot and then and, like and then <laughs> a bunch. let's hold hands and then like yeah like that's like the all their relationship ever was and oh yeah they talked about where they were from and then they're like hey you want to come to my like oldest friend's place yeah that this is just it was the worst it's the worst yeah i don't i'm not gonna you know what i'm glad that uh that i already closed my mdv because i was i was ready to not talk about it anymore yeah um but you know i'll say this i am glad that um that they at least gave maria uh bakalova a chance uh after her amazing turn in Borat um, in Borat too, yeah, as the daughter. That's the that for me because she didn't play the same character, which is kind of nice. Yeah, she's got range. Uh, never gonna watch it again. Don't recommend it. Nope, uh, nope. What else? I, yeah, yeah, the same. I would never watch this film again. I think that uh, I think it was totally played out, and I didn't care about anybody. Like, there's no, no, just no, no, nothing to grab on here. I'm trying to think of like really positive things about the movie that I can say. Yeah. Um, but in the end, I don't really care that much. And I normally like Pete Davidson, but I'm, I'm sorry, like that deadpan uh, humor the whole time. Like that's where I'm like saying like, like that's, the, you know, uh, Maria Bakalova totally had range. Like I just feel like Steve, Pete Davidson does not have any range. That's all he does. If you and love Lee like, Pace, okay, watch the first 15, 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. of the movie. That's yeah. That's, and then that's turn it. it up. You love Pete Davidson, same thing. Watch first. But also fast forward to like the first five minutes of the movie to get to the pace. You want to watch two girls make out? You could watch the first three minutes. I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't really care about this movie at all. Um, at all. I don't. Again, don't hate it. But if you want to waste an hour and a half of your life to watch a, uh, don't watch it. I'm but normally the guy that will waste don't that watch hour it. and a half. And I'm telling you, don't do it. This isn't one of those. <laughs> We're, we're even we're spending too much breath on this it just isn't one of yeah. the you would think maybe it's one of those movies that's so bad it's good it's not it's just bad it's yeah. just not it's like it's mid it's whatever you know what it's time for me to say ooh, uh, ooh. always drag to never <laughs> ooh. <laughs> uh, i don't know i didn't write one down because i didn't think about it but uh, pete davidson lee pace uh maria bakalova lee pace always uh maria bakalova drag to never pete davidson Lee Pace always <laughs> dragged to Pete Davidson, never Maria Bakalova. Uh, just because, whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I I like 
Pete Davidson, but I just I just think he's played out, man. I, I I want someone to give him. I want someone to give him a role. Uh, Except for challenge. that fireman, that fireman. Yeah, movie, it was really good. Was legit. Yeah. See, I want. I, he needs a good director, and he needs someone that can give him a role. Uh, a real role, him, like challenges yeah. him, because yeah. people keep uh, putting him in movies where he just plays pete davidson himself yeah um so i'm waiting for them to do something where i'm like oh he's not just pete davidson uh i kind of want to see that that meet cute movie he's in uh Uh the one with him and um penny from big bang Uh, oh yeah where she uh finds out that she can go back in time so she keeps going back in time to change pete davidson into someone she wants yes which is problematic but but it looks fun (laughs) yeah it's fun uh yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I'm gonna watch that. But it, it's probably Pete Davidson playing Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay. All right, passengers, and we're on to the birthdays and the news. Uh, September 25th through October 1st, getting into spooky season. Yeah. Uh, Donald Glover, Neve Shulman, Jenna Ortega, Janine Garofalo. She used big words to make fun of me, so that I would, I would never, never know. know. Uh, Ian McShane, Kieran Culkin, and Brie Larson. All uh, awesome in their own rights. Um, but let's talk Jenna Ortega. She's hot right now. She's so yeah, hot right so now. Hot right now. Um, Jenna Ortega, <laughs> she's been in all of the best horror movies. Uh, yeah. I mean, X, X was awesome. Um, Scream. Scream, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 Studio 666. Uh, no, it was. But, what did uh, you say? Nothing. I didn't oh. say nothing. Anything. Video six six six. It was terrible. What was terrible? I love day. I love day girl. I love watching those guys like mess around and stuff. But like as a movie, it was terrible. No, I st- I still don't agree. Jenna Ortega was. I Dude, mean, it's like it's like barely beats out men and this movie. No, I love like by like five points. It was too fun for me. Oh, the babysitter killer queen. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. What else? I'm looking. I'm looking at her her list, trying to see if there's anything else. Nothing really. I else. feel like she was still shaking off the rust a little bit in Killer Queen, but she was she really showed her potential there, oh, yeah. and then has truly grown uh, by leaps and bounds in in a very short amount of time. Oh, she's got another movie out, American Carnage. That looks interesting. Whoa. Okay. Good. Check that one out. Uh, but she's gonna be Wednesday in uh, Tim Burton's. Yeah. Wednesday show on Netflix. So Wednesday, excited. the titular character from uh, Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we love Jenna Ortega. Oh yeah. I mean, even if you didn't like Studio Six Six Six, I still love your still part. Yeah, fun to see her in it, even though she wasn't a huge part. Yeah. Uh, she was still fun to see in it. Mm-hmm. Wonder if she's gonna do anything other than horror stuff. It looks like this next one, and what's Miller's Girl? Interesting. Okay. Looks like she's not always going to be a final girl, but she's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then what Kieran Culkin? Want to talk Kieran about Culkin, Culkin? Honorable mention. Yeah, totally. Uh love him from Scott Pilgrim and really holds that movie together. Uh he was isn't he isn't he full home alone? Yeah, alone? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh anytime I see that guy, I I just know that I'm gonna enjoy whatever he's doing on the screen. Do you watch Succession on HBO? Uh no. Is he on there? Uh, yeah, he's he's one of the main stars. 
Sweet. Um, he's really good in it. Uh, I don't watch the whole series, but the episodes that I have watched have been like, oh yeah, he's awesome. Nice. He's always good when he does, but he really is. Yeah, like I, I feel like uh, I feel like he's kept a low profile, which uh, is maybe which is good. Pro- yeah, by choice, I think. Being the brother of uh, of Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Um. Happy birthday to our celebrities. Happy birthday! Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Let's start off with the fun news. Okay. Um, so after season, I don't know, we will talk about this more, but I think after season, uh, two ends mm-hmm. or two, four, we're on season four after season four <laughs> ends of pop culture elevator, we are moving on to a, uh, every other week, um, episode format. Yeah. Yeah. Format it's, it, and it has nothing to do with our love for the show and everything to do with, uh, we both have time that's limited and um and we, we're bringing you another podcast yes yeah, so uh we have um only nerds in the building mm-hmm. it uh the first episode deals with only murders in the building so that's where the name comes from but we talk about all this stuff we're going to uncover pop culture uh we're gonna have a lot to talk about we're going to talk about comics we're going to talk about uh games we'll talk about a multitude of things um Next week, we're going to talk about Tales, uh, Tales from the Crypt. So um, we have a I'm lot. I'm so stoked about that. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. It's going to be really fun and really cool. Um, and it's going to be very different from Cop- Pop Culture Elevator. Go check out the Only Nerds, or the Only Murders in the Building episode that we released last Friday. They're coming and out. start the spooky season off right. Yeah. And then <laughs> it'll, it's just going to be fun. We're excited about it. And we're working with Taffeta Darling from fangirl in dallas uh so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited for y'all to hear our project so every you'll still hear us every uh weekly but every other week for pop culture elevator and same thing for only nerds in the building and if you miss us just go and check out some of our episodes that you haven't listened to yet got a lot of episodes a lot of episodes uh so some mcu stuff uh namor will be a mutant in wakanda forever yeah that's uh, exciting yeah so we're you know not that we haven't had mutants because apparently uh i haven't watched it yet but apparently um miss marvel's a mutant they've talked uh-huh. about her, uh in the show um you know we got all that stuff going on namor being a mutant it goes in line with the comic books um oh and wakanda forever is going to be the longest of phase four at two hours and 46 minute minutes nice that, um, but honestly, that's going to be an amazing two hours and 40 I minutes. I really hope so. I trust Ryan Coogler. Um, speaking too. of that, Feige uh, was telling everybody the reason we didn't recast T'Challa was because it was too soon. They just felt I it was too soon to try to recast agree. T'Challa. Um, I, I feel like there's a there's cons, pros and cons of it. Yeah, I don't think um, they made a bad decision, but I think it would like forever is too soon. You know? Yeah. It's hard, uh, especially when you've got a continuity to go. I'm kind of okay with them not recasting. Um, at some point, you know that the MCU is going to stop and they're going to redo a bunch of these movies differently. So it's not like it'll be years on, but it's not like. Uh, but we're in the multiverse, so it's like, you know, this is. There could be another T'Challa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, and then big news. I'm glad we got this before we recorded. Yeah. The Wolverine is back. Hugh Jackman, Deadpool 3. We got a really cool video out of it with uh, Ryan Reynolds talking about how they were working on Deadpool 3. And then Hugh Jackman walks in the background and up some stairs and he goes, hey, Hugh, 
you want to play Wolverine again? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Really fun little video. Uh, it's exciting. Um, you know, I really hope they don't kill him off in the first 10 minutes as kind of like a joke because it feels uh-huh. very Deadpool of them. Yeah. Um, it might just be that they finally meet and then Deadpool's taken out of his universe and thrown into the MCU. I like the idea of uh, them meeting up and like like fighting each other and or maybe even a team up where they fight a lot or something like that. But because it's two people who, who can survive anything, well, essentially. So it'd be hilarious to watch them cut each other up. Deadpool is part of Wolverine's uh, genetics. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it kind of works in that way. So, yeah. Oh, God, it'd be so, so funny if it was when they first meet it was the deadpool with his mouth sewn shut <laughs> and then they like jump universes oh, or something yes oh my god that would be hysterical <laughs> oh, i'm man. seeing this movie before it's even made in my head and there's so many things they could do free. with it yeah but anyway it's cool <laughs> it's cool it's really cool it's exciting we'll see it on december 6th 2024 oh my gosh right before my birthday is it december 6th my birthday is not december 6th i'm no i'm i'm saying (laughs) was it december 6th they said or was it yeah uh, release date of september 6th (gasps) okay so it's closer yeah why did i think december deadpool september d okay yeah anyway i just i just dyslexic on it dyslexic dyslexic dyslexia on it i morphed it together yeah um none of those were words (laughs) james earl jones is retiring from darth vader oh it's really sad yeah so instead of recasting he deserves a break he's been serving us with so many great memories and performances over the years he deserves it we're finally getting through kenobi we we hadn't watch the whole thing oh i still i gotta start it and hearing james earl jones's voice as vader is just such a it's amazing um but he's he's retiring and instead of recasting his voice they're gonna use an ai to again create his voice you really can't replace vader's voice with another human so an ai kind of works yeah yeah i, I feel like it's AI, the only option i've heard ai like do really good jobs of voices so well and they have thousands of hours of recordings of him so there's they've yeah. got a great they've got to be able to make a great even so they could just have james Earl jones go to the ai say yep. his lines a bunch of times and then they'd have it so yeah anyway sad yep. but anyway and then last bit of news which i think is really cool is uh zach lepovsky and adam b stein uh, they are the directors of Final Destination 6, the newest Final Destination that's going to come out. Ah. And they pitched the movie on Zoom to the producers. And the way they did it was they were pitching the movie when all of a sudden behind them, their fireplace exploded. Then a fan came down and like decapitated them both and killed them on screen. <laughs> and it was like this huge production that they put into it and that got them hired. That is so awesome. Yeah, I'm sure they're missing some things that happened, but a bunch of stuff happened in succession. It was a mixture of practical and uh, pre-recorded video they did for Zoom. 
So it's pretty cool <laughs> that they did that all just to make it um, get that pitch in. That's amazing. Heck yeah. I, I'm, I'm ready for another Final Destination. Oh, totally. But it'd be good. But yeah, hopefully it's good. I, I don't I actually don't think I watched the last couple of them, but uh, I think I, we did a watch of what is it like six? How many are no, six is the new one. Sorry, five, all five of them. But yeah, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the names. I think the last one I watched was the one with the theme park. Yeah. Uh, it was, oh, I, I forget which one it is, but yeah. Well, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay. Hey, Mark. Today's sponsor is Bill's Body Bags Billiards. Come play pool while trying not to start a fight. Bill says if you start a fight, you're leaving in a body bag. That's because Bill's Body Bags Billiards also has a boxing ring built in. Sounds dangerous. For our passengers, Bill is allowing one free fight before throwing you into the ring. Thanks, Bill. Thanks. All right, passengers, we are on to the elevator pitch. I got a piece of paper in front of me with uh, 20 movies on it. I got a 20-sided dice. I got a dice tower that we got specially made for us with Pop Culture Elevator on it. And uh, I also have a four-sided dice. So uh, let's try this. I'm going to ASMR this right now. Hold it up. Hold it up. I want to see it. Yeah. All right. You're doing a reimagining with a four. Reimagining. Sweet. Use the base script story, but make it your own. Okay. All right. And let's do the 20-sided dice. All right. We got you on 12. You are doing a reimagining of the hit movie Hot Fuzz. Oh, that's tough. Oh, this is tough. I love that movie. I was um, really hoping to get you 18 because it's Blast for the Past, but... Uh, oh, let's say we did. <laughs> hot Fuzz, reimagining. Right, hot Fuzz. Hmm. What was his name? Nicholas... Oh, uh, Nick... Nick... Uh, Nick... Oh, man, why is that going on? I, I swear it sounds like Cage, like Nicholas Cage or something like that, but anyways... Uh, Nick see. Frost. Nick Frost. There we go. It was Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. No, no, no. I mean his actual character name. Oh, the character name? Yeah. Uh, PC Danny Butterman. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. And and Simon Pegg was Nicholas Angel. Okay. Oh, Angel. It was Nick Angel. Yeah. Okay. So Nick Angel. Okay. So he's got to get kicked off the force, but... Let's see. Here. I'm sorry. I'm just seeing all the movies. Like, did you ever fire two guns at the same time in the air playing R? Well, I mean, uh, how do you up. reimagine this? You're gonna go. Yeah, there. I'm. I'm having a hard time because I. I'm like, it's perfect. Um, you go like American. I mean, not, yeah, like you go America instead of uh, England, and you get like American actors. Bad. That's not bad. Um. Yeah, how about how about that? Instead, instead of him getting uh sent to a small town, he gets sent to New York. Oh, how about okay. that? Uh, all the same characters are there, but instead of them being you know British, they're you know they're all American, but they're still played by the same characters. Um, where would I go with this? So, I would like to see instead of like the uh, main grocer, it'd be like the main grocer. It'd be like the main pizza guy. He's like, it's like a pizza mafia, right. essentially. 
All and right. so you have all of that and like uh what's his name the big oaf who says uh yarp he's like yeah. the delivery guy and he's also like the like you know the trash guy and he's like you know he's basically the same character um that's what i would like to see the the way i would like to see it in uh So I would like a goofy fight with like pizza paddles that have that are like um, modified. So like you you know it looks like a normal pizza paddle, but you can take off the handle and it's a sheath to like a knife or something like that. And, and you know it's the same kind of thing. Like where he like in the end like he's fighting, they're having this awesome scene, but he he slips on some pepperoni and still stabs himself in the uh, chin slash mouth like ending it like almost the exact same way because I just think the plot is perfect in that movie I they're absolute geniuses but um let me see so in this how would the victims be dying <laughs> uh Okay, so I'm gonna go with gluttony, like from seven. Like all these people are like choking on pizza. Oh. Uh, and so like that's that like the pizza mafia is like killing people. And uh Nicholas Angel and his partner are teaming up. And of course, uh, what was the partner's character name again? Uh Butterman. Butterman. He's like he's like to totally torn because you know he loves the pizza for one, he's never choked on it on top of that uh but uh but he's like friends and he's like cool with everybody that like works at the place because he's always there like on his lunch break and so he's like appalled and crushed and everything like that and of course he finds out his dad is working with the pizza mafia <laughs> like to help keep everything quiet and uh running smooth in new york nice all right cool i'm i'm good with that i uh i i'm okay with that <laughs> the nwa the neighborhood watch association i'm sorry like all these references are playing in my head i can't even concentrate on them i love those movies oh yes yeah, all three of the cornetto trilogy movies although hot Pies and Shaun of the dead are the best world's end is pretty good yeah uh, but it's not as good as as the first two hot Fuzz no or uh paul Shaun of the dead but it's not part of that trilogy but yeah I can, yeah yeah paul was all right Paul was okay. Uh, it was yeah, my favorite. I, I liked it. I mean, you know, once you because they got kind of mar marketed or um, monetized, and they were like, "Let's throw Paul Rudd in there." I'm, uh, yeah, not Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Uh, uh, Seth, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. I don't know why Paul Rudd came out of my mouth. We we're talking about uh, only murders in the building, so he's in my brain. But anyways, uh, yeah, and then, so it was just kind of like one of those things. Like I felt like the com comedians of that year like really got together. And made something uh fun but not amazing so we do really need a uh, another um simon pig nick frost movie i don't know why we don't have another one of those yeah we should yeah i need that i need more of them together <laughs> put nick frost in the next uh mission impossibles Ooh, with simon pig. that that's seriously i thought that in the, uh in the past like two mission impossibles i'm like when are they gonna do it when are they gonna do it like they need like the tech guy needs to have a partner because oh well, actually he needs a replacement because the tech guy is out in the field now i am uh really excited though for uh for for the next uh, mission impossible anyway so oh yeah
Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.